Like old school Italy? No, like college stump, hooch. Stomp on the grape. Oh, stomp. <laughs> <laughs> college hooch. Over. Stomp on the grapes. Yeah. You're like, I know college hooch. Yeah. The, the, they're taking the Crown Royal whiskey. Yeah. And then taking those luscious Georgia peaches and just letting it sit in the bathtub. Nice. Maybe that's the way they're doing it. You- Welcome everyone to episode 92 of the mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We are host Anthony and Steven. Hello, sir. Hello, the best bourbon conversation ever. People may say otherwise after this episode. Uh, you think so? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, I got high hopes for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of high hopes, new year, new you, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know I'm, anything about that. But I am trying to exercise. Okay. And I've noticed something that I feel very embarrassed about people that do this. Okay, let's hear it. So, fanny packs? Damn close. Okay, all yeah, right. Damn I close. like fanny packs. So, now we're talking. Uh, it's 2023 now, right? I think so. We, yeah, have, Bluetooth, we have Bluetooth. Yeah. We have smartwatches. Yeah. Right. And they can connect. So, you can put your music on your watch and you oh. can have your wireless headphones and you can be free. I when see, you yeah. run, yeah. when you exercise and you do yeah. anything. I don't understand why people have those 1990s arm straps that hold their phone. Oh, you mean the ones on like the bicep? Right across the top of the bicep? Yeah. yeah. They have the clear, like, the clear plastic top that go around. <laughs> I mean, phones now are huge. Yeah. And so you got this massive object strapped to your arm look like a cyborg running down a street that can't be comfortable with sweating and oh there's no way that's comfortable or 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 could you control it so did you observe this at in the gym setting or did you see this at like out um, out and about so you're just out running miles and you see people that all have these things strapped i'm like why are you still using this thing do you think it's because they can't afford the watch they're like I mean, or they, they have is? a six, they have a six inch phone. I mean, <laughs> I think they can afford a $200 well, watch. Let me ask you an honest question here. So if you didn't have, okay, let's think about this. I'm trying to be objective because you Go. do more running than I do mm-hmm. and you do more your gym work than I do. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get to the gym though. That's my new year's thing too. You should uh, come uh, with me. Okay. Oh yeah. We're do, over the theory. The orange theory. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I will. I'll be there for five minutes and not to carry me out. Um, <laughs> but no. So where else would you put like, so if I'm a, like, say I am the guy that doesn't have technology and I want to go for a run and I don't have the armband that goes around my bicep. What do I do with my phone? Do I put it in my pocket and just run down the street or what I don't do I do? bring a phone. Like the less, the better. Uh, yeah, I agree. But I'm saying like, what do I do if all my music's on my phone? Put it on your watch. What if I don't have a watch? Well, I mean, you got if you're going to do an activity, yeah. I mean, make yourself comfortable. Okay, yeah, I agree. I'm trying to make myself comfortable, but you know, I just don't. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Know. You know, like, but well, I mean, I I, I had a watch, and okay. I had those. You know, everyone's like crappy twenty dollar Amazon uh, Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, for a while before I got other ones. Yep, and they were I work, they work great. Okay, I mean, I have no problems with people using cheaper things i mean just yeah just the armband just seems so antiquated it nowadays. Does, yeah it does and here's the thing see steven's telling you guys he's not bougie right when it comes to running he's not like running around going like i gotta have the finest things no. when i run 
He's just saying he wants it to not be the bicep strap. Yeah. So like <laughs> when, when I could run with music on my watch yeah. and wireless headphones, then that's the, that's the, it. The amount of freedom I felt yeah. was unbelievable. It was almost euphoric. Did you feel connected to Tim Cook, Apple's uh, CEO, <laughs> when you were doing that? Were you like, well, thank you, Tim? Well, I don't have an Apple watch. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Well, then never mind. See, that's just... I have a Garmin so, watch. There you go. See, so... So just it, forget about me. My there's jokes. no Apple products in yeah. my running. Oh, really? I mean, I have everything else, but that's so, that. One more thing. You mentioned to me that distance runners <laughs> um, have different apparel that they can wear about... Um, yeah, you run, said, running gear can get very expensive. Yeah, it can get expensive. But you mentioned that there's shorts. If you go distance shorts, yes. they usually have a zipper in the, the back of the short. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you need to... You're going to... You need energy. Okay. And so you can stick supplies back there. So you stick supplies in your bum bum. That's, that's, that what, you that's what you're trying to get to. <laughs> so <laughs> couldn't you, instead of having your phone strapped <laughs> to your bicep, you could buy the distance shorts. You got your little zipper back there and you can stick the phone in your bum bum. You could. <laughs> you could. Well, there you go. We've come full circle now. I think that... Uh, I think that's maybe the solution to your problem. You could stop somebody that's running with that strap on their bicep and tell them, hey, do you ever think about getting some distance shorts? The problem is those shorts are probably three times the price he paid for those. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. That, that arm so, strap. So we're not getting any more pragmatic solutions here. We're just back at the start, which is, you know, things are expensive. They are. And so if you can't afford the watch and you can't afford the bum bum shorts, <laughs> then you go back to the bicep strap. That's Thanks. the cheapest thing. Up. That's maybe why people are wearing the bicep strap. Well, I guess yeah. like when it comes to 15 or $20 running socks on top of that. I mean, <laughs> I guess they have to cut corners. <laughs> I love it. I love it because I'm not in, involved as involved. So that's why it's so funny to me. <laughs> Speaking of bum bums, we got another review that we need to catch up on today. That's right. We do. And, um, this one actually comes from our, uh, from our buddies over at our cynic culture. That's why I said bum bum. That's why I said fun. bum bum for fun. Yeah. Um, so the title of this review is Bourbon for Everyone. So the review that was left by um, Arsenic says, I love the show, has something for everyone, from the people just starting to enjoy bourbon to the most experienced connoisseur. Keep up the good work, fellas. And so, um, as I mentioned before, Arsenic Culture is a combination of Jason and Matt, and they do a YouTube and also podcast that they put out, uh, not every week, but every couple weeks. And um, I recently appeared on their show, and we are hoping to have them on our show at some point in time in the future. So we really appreciate that review. And give them a listen, and uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And next time we record, we will give you a shout out. <sighs> Anthony. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why are you looking so sad? I'm not sad. Okay. I'm, I'm just disappointed. Disappointed? <laughs> This is the worst. I mean, we've never had this happen before. So, Anthony. Yes. For this week, we have what was previously a very sought-after bottle. Yes. I don't know if it's sought-after anymore, but here it is. We have a bottle of Crown Royal Peach. Crown Royal Peach-flavored whiskey coming to us from the Crown Royal Distillery in Gimli, Manitoba. So, this is owned by Diageo. The bottle date is 2020. Nice. The ABV is 35%. The proof is 70. This is a non-age stated whiskey. 
The mash bill, well, <laughs> Crown Royal has five different mash bills. And if you go on their website, they talk about distilling it through 12 columns or whatever. I don't know what they're talking about. But anyway, the MSRP on this peach-flavored whiskey is twenty four ninety nine. Very accessible. Very accessible. So looking at the bottle, sir, it looks just like every other Crown Royal bottle, only it's noticeably got some different colors. It's peachy. It's very peachy. Yeah. It um, actually... The whole thing just embodies peach, and there's really not more else to it than that. It has your classic top, crown. which is yep. a crown, and on the front, it's got like this pillowy thing, the same thing. Yeah, imported by Norwalk, Connecticut, the Crown Royal Company, whatever that is. Um, apparently, they import it from Canada because you can't just bring it down because of taxes and stuff, but... Did you want to uh, indulge us on this uh, little story here, sir? It says, to create this extraordinary blend, Crown Royal whiskeys are carefully selected by our master blender to infuse with the juicy flavor of fresh Georgia peaches. Ooh. So so I guess they import the Georgia peaches. The Georgia peaches go from Georgia all the way up to Canada, Mm, and then they get infused into that delicious whiskey. Once picked... Mm. The peaches are de-stoned. That's a uh, that's an that's an anti-biblical term, I think. Ah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Pressed and strained to preserve their bright flavor. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> this who wrote this? I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> got to keep going now. <laughs> who wrote this? Who wrote it? But you got to keep going. Yeah. It's just oh, uh, man. You know, you can mix this with iced tea for a refreshing cocktail. Oh, really? Well, yeah. we're not. We're not going to mix it with iced tea. We're going to sip it neat. That, that's scary. That is a little scary. It's a great story. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm I'll read it to my kids next time they go to bed. I think that that's just the kind of story you need to read to your kids. It's a good bedtime story. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is seventy proof. Mm-hmm. You're worried about that. I, I don't know. Too I, proofy. I literally don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it either. 70 proof is like just an it's odd like no number. man's land. Yeah. It's like, why not just make it 68.1 proof that, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So this is pretty, uh, the bottle and the presentation are somewhat unremarkable. There's that orange bag that it comes with, which l- reminds us both of what puke, Tennessee, puke, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening in Tennessee, but yeah, we're, you know, we're in Kentucky here. We don't really care for you. I mean, we care for you. We just don't Gatlin, care for you. Gatlinburg. Great. Yeah. Gatlinburg. Great. great. Yeah. Dolly. Nashville. We, I got married in Nashville. Love. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, I didn't know that. See, we love to come down and hang out in your state, but as far as your teams go and everything else, not a big, not yeah. a big fan there. So no. Yeah. Anyway, so enough knocking on Tennessee just because of this orange bag. So Crown Royal makes a lot of stuff, you know. Yes, I do. We reviewed them in the past. Yep. We uh, have what we had a more premium review, though, did, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. But they make a lot of stuff, and this whiskey that we're going to be sipping eventually today comes from what's known as their flavor series. And so the flavor series is actually something that they have in addition to their other premium whiskeys and their mainline whiskeys. And um, the other flavors that they have are Texas Mesquite. That's an interesting name. It I is. think of barbecue when you say that. Maybe they put barbecue chips in it. I don't know. Who I knows? didn't read about what it is. They also, they also have vanilla, which okay. sounds very vanilla. Uh, they have salted caramel, which came out, I think, around 17. It was a very big holiday favorite. Okay. Um, I actually tried that a long time ago, and I thought it was pretty good. Straight, or do you mix it? No, I tried it straight. My buddy, uh, good buddy of mine named Seth, that I know from Northeast Ohio and lived in Lexington for a while, 
he really liked it. And he's the one that had me have a pour of it at his house one time uh, okay. when he lived down here in Lexington. And I actually liked it. And the other one is Apple. And then listen to this. So in addition to the Texas Mesquite, Vanilla, Salted Caramel, Apple, and Peach, they actually have two retired flavor series whiskeys. Can you wow. believe that? Retired. Yeah. Can you I imagine mean, a company retiring like a bourbon? Yeah, they're like Hall of Fame. This is a Hall of Fame retire the flavor. Um, but they had maple and honey. Those have been retired. And so Peach debuted in 2019 and initially was met with massive, massive fanfare. Do you remember that? I remember us talking about this. Yeah. On a, like a side topic on the pod. We did. I think it was really early on because we, we were caught up in the hysteria yeah. of, that was the crown peach hysteria. Mm-hmm. So this was so um, crazy that it used to sell out. And even in our local enthusiast groups, people would post, Liquor Barn's got <laughs> crown royal peach back in stock. And people would be like, oh, really? Or so-and-so, like, I saw it on the shelf. It's not there anymore. <laughs> But people were like running out and buying this to the point where they started limiting it to one per bottle when <laughs> it first for came out. For $25. For $25, it was a limited to one per bottle, which is freaking crazy. I poured this into our, to our glass here, mm-hmm. and some dripped down the side, and it's very sticky. Oh, you mean like like sticky, like uh, like pancake syrup sticky? Yeah. This yeah. Is, that's kind of concerning, that it's going to be very sweet or thick. Yeah. Versus like a normal whiskey. Well, I was wondering what you were doing over there when I said like, oh, Steven's making a face. It's because I think... because I touched it and it was like tacky. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I do wonder what it's going to taste like. And it's funny because they don't fashion this in the advertising or even anywhere in the bottle as like a cordial type of thing. So Mm -hmm. we don't taste a lot of flavored whiskeys on here. I mean, we taste finished whiskeys. Yeah. But um, do you remember when we tasted the Ballantine's chocolate? Was that chocolate mint or uh, mint chocolate? Bur- yeah, yeah, mint chocolate. That was pretty interesting because that one was tried not to be. I mean, at least they said they had candy and stuff in it. This one's supposed to be real Georgia peaches. Yeah, and so it's kind of interesting to to think about it as a whiskey still, and not like as something that's more of like a cordial or a liqueur. Because you're saying it kind of feels like it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm getting a little bit worried. Well, Anthony. Let's go ahead and nose this thing. Uh-oh. Here we go. Well, I'm getting uh, cinnamon. <laughs> Come on. Off spice. Yeah. Cherries. <laughs> and oak. <laughs> no, God. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's peach. It's peach. There's nothing but peach. If you had me going there for a second, I was actually looking at you like, is he serious? Is he actually getting cinnamon and allspice? I mean, the only thing that I could get aside from peach is maybe, maybe, maybe a tad of vanilla, which is why yeah. I said that. Yeah. yeah. It almost has like a, so, you know, um, what is it? Orange cream, like a, orange sickle? like an orange cream sickle. Mm-hmm. So if you replace the orange with peach, like a peach cream sickle is kind of the nose that I'm getting. Are you saying it kind of tastes a little milky? Yeah. Like a peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy. It's it's easy not, to not taste and smells. It smells milky. It's 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 very easy to nose. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, obviously it's seventy proof. Yeah, and there's no ethanol bouncing out. It almost um, and so here's where it gets a little bit weird for me. You know, you think about colognes and perfumes and other kind of aromatic things. Um, that's kind of what it reminds me of, right? So when you when you nose a bourbon, yes, of course you'd be like, oh, I wish it was in the Rick House, but. 
Does anybody really want to go around smelling like the Rick House? I feel like this could no. be a this could be a fragrance, right? It's like when uh, KFC has those Yule logs. Like, <laughs> uh, like, do you really want your house yeah. in the fireplace to smell like a KFC? <laughs> Some people or a might. I'm they like, might. No, but this this that's a good that's a good that's a good analogy. Yeah. Though. Like this does kind of smell like it could be a candle. Like if you lit um one of those candles to make your house smell better or whatever, this yeah. one might be what it peaches smells and like. Cream. Yeah, peaches and cream or. So, you know, it's really interesting as we're nosing this and you kind of already talked about it, but this idea that they're mixing or infusing regular Crown Royal with luscious Georgia peaches, Georgia peaches Mm -hmm. um, to make it for this, this sweet finish. And so if you go on their website, they don't really tell you a lot about when that process happens. And so I wonder like if you're, if you've distilled naturally, you've had to have distilled and aged the whiskey. And then when do you flavor it and how do you flavor it? I've always kind of wondered that, you know, you blend it to taste and then you drop the peach in there. Like what, what I mean, like the, the you, juice in there, like how, how do you think they, or when do you think they flavor it? So um, it's kind of like a casking you would think, right? Well, I would think that they might put it in, but if they're going to put it in a cask, like I would think they would age the whiskey first, unless do you think they infuse the barrel um, or put it in there with the whiskey and let it age together? That's what I wonder, because they don't really tell you how they infuse it. I guess it's probably a proprietary process, though. They wouldn't want everybody to know it, because then everybody would be making peach-flavored whiskey, right, um, the way they do it. But I don't think they tell you at what point in the process it actually happens. With a fruit like this, uh, I'm imagining a bathtub. Yeah? Yeah. And, like and old school Italy? No, like college stump, hooch. Stump on the grape. Oh, stump. <laughs> They're taking the crown royal whiskey yeah. and then taking those luscious Georgia peaches and just letting it sit in the bathtub. Nice. Maybe that's the way they're doing it. You yeah. think that's how they infuse it? I, I like yeah, it. Yeah. And then they're de-stoning them first, so they're getting the pits out and they're just slicing them up, throwing them in the bathtub. I might like to eat the peaches after they soaked in the whiskey go. a little bit. Don't you think that would be good? I, maybe that's the way they're doing it. Yeah. Well, they say that they press. Can you imagine if this is a pick bottle, and that's the picture they chose to put on the back of it? <laughs> just a whole bunch of just a, bathtub just full bathtub. peaches. That's some good hooch. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a good one. But you know, it's funny on their website they don't really talk about. Um, it says in their official advertising things they said made the signature smoothness of traditional Crown Royal, our peach-flavored whiskey will enhance a cozy cocktail party or rooftop celebration. Are you going to celebrate on the rooftop with this? Downtown, maybe. Maybe downtown, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is summer. But it says, enjoy the whiskey mixed with iced tea for refreshing cocktails. So it seems like they're pushing the iced tea angle. They really want you to mix it with some iced tea, but we're not going to mix it. We're I'm not a big iced tea fan. Well, you're not a big iced tea fan, and you've told me before you're not a big peach fan. So yeah. this is right up your alley this week. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm glad I could provide this experience, Stephen. They're they're recommending we do all these things with it, but we're about to do what? Drink it neat. There we go. Well, let's go for it. All righty. Ooh. It tastes like a peach-flavored children's Tylenol. Yeah, it's Whew. it's super thick. Yeah, super sweet. I kind of um, like feel the headache coming on already for tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you kind of have to pucker it to drink it straight. Yeah, it's it's sweet. Yeah, sweet. it's really sweet. So you know, it's really interesting. Um, I actually was poking around here on my computer 
as we were taking the sip and I pulled up total wine, mm-hmm. uh, to see the reviews and the first five reviews, I can't even believe them. They're things like my brother's favorite drink. <laughs> They're like, not too sweet, not as sweet not as too I thought. Sweet. It yeah, exactly. Like people really I mean, it's so sweet, it's sticky on the side of us. It, it's like um let's put it this way, you know, what's that guy on uh, the diabetes commercials, Wilford or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not drinking this, right? Oh man, yeah. that's hard to Yeah, it's hard to, to get down. I think this might be one I might actually end up shooting right out of the Glen Karen. Just drink it down and forget about it. So if this is a mix, I'm just this again, let's get back to this proof. Yep. It seems high for a mixer, right? Well, think about this. Take a glass of iced tea and pour two or three okay, ounces then, of this then, in there. Then it's stronger. It's going to be, it's going to probably. Then that, that, that's fine then. Right? Yeah. Fair point. And um, I'm not, listen, guys, one thing we don't try not to do in the mashup is throw a family under the bus, but I'm going to tell you a quick story here while we're talking about this. My dad is a Crown Royal fan, okay? Now, my dad's not a big drinker. But when we were on vacation, I think it was two years ago, I think I may have talked about this in a previous episode, but I'll just remind everybody, I had a bottle of Crown Royal Peach, and the reason why I brought it, because I thought like we could make drinks with it, like summery drinks. Well, nobody really got into it. I don't know if I put it away and we forgot about it, but like my dad saw it and was like, what's that? It's like Crown Royal Peach. He's like, oh, well, just put some rocks in a glass, pour some in there, let me taste it, you know? So I did that, and he was like, oh, that's good. I like that. So on rocks, like mm. a big, big bunch of rocks. I was say it had a lot of rocks. To dilute it a little bit, he actually liked the flavor of it on the rocks. And so okay. he, he didn't have a lot of it, but he had like, you know, a decent, like maybe three or four ounces total of it um, on the rocks. Um, and uh, he enjoyed it. So maybe we're just doing it wrong here tonight by uh, staying true to our tasting. Maybe we need to, to mix it in. Yeah. I yeah. mean... The back did say mix with iced tea. Iced tea. So they're implying that we need ice. Ice. Want some ice cube in your iced tea? Yeah. Are you getting any other notes besides when you taste this besides peach? Because I don't even know if I'm getting any vanilla. It's been a long time since the Crown Royal, but Crown Royal comes in like, I think, 80 proof itself or like 90 or whatever it is. So it's not strong to begin with. And this is, I think it's 80 proof actually. So this is just a... This is an all-around weird experience tonight. It's almost like unfair that it's getting evaluated when it's, it seems like just with the level of sweetness that it needs to be mixed with something. Well, um, that's actually where they're going. That's where Crown Roll is going. Did you know that? To a mix? Yeah. They're, uh, they've been expanding their market share, and what they're doing right now is a lot of RTDs, something that was near and dear to our heart when we talked about it when uh when brother michael was on the podcast still enjoy him. yeah still enjoy him right yeah. so your seltzers your um rtds or your cocktails and cocktails and cans. the cans and yeah. stuff like that so crown royals really made a move um with diageo of course it's no surprise where they have four types of rtds and one utilizing their their peach flavored whiskey those four rtds are washington apple you ever had a washington apple shot it's i don't like, think so I'm probably wrong about this, but I think the Washington Apple shots I have are cranberry vodka and Crown Royal. But anyway, they have that RTD. Uh, they have cola and whiskey, which my brother-in-law got when we were on vacation this past year. It was gross. Like, yeah, a lot of those cola things I don't like because it's just uh, super sweet. It was bad. And it's, and it's it's like some crap cola. Yep. My brother-in-law got it, took a sip of it, didn't like it, and handed it to me and said, try this. 
I took a sip. It was like, oh man, I'm like, you know, me, I'm not turning down the alcohol if it's uh, if it's palatable. And um, this was, I just dumped it down the sink yeah. right then and there because it was not good. And um, so they have the colon whiskey, they have peach tea, and their newest is a whiskey lemonade. So mm. those are their four RTDs that they have in the market. And of course, the one peach tea is most closely associated with uh, this whiskey because yeah. they're using that whiskey in the blend. So that's one I might try. I might try it. At least, I guess it's mixed appropriately. Hopefully. Hopefully you, you right? hope, if it's anything like the, the cola, though, and Oof. the cola one was like, I mean, how do you mess up Crown and Coke? But it's not Coke. It's, it's, it's some crap. other off-brand cola yeah. or something. So, ooh. So, Anthony, would you pass, try, or buy on the Crown Royal Peach whiskey? Oh, man. Well, here's what I'm going to say, and you guys probably already know what I'm going to say. Like, if you are a bourbon whiskey drinker, if you drink rye, if you drink anything that's mainstream, like spirits that we talk about week to week on this podcast, you're not going to buy this, and I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to pass hard because it's not what you're looking for if you're looking for a sipper. It may be a mixer, but I think it's got to be for the right person. You really got to like peach, and you really got to like sweet-flavored spirits to be able to enjoy this, so I'm passing away. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be passed. <laughs> Just, yes. <laughs> um, and you don't even... So for somebody who doesn't really particularly like peach, as you said, when you should have seen Steven's face when we pulled his bottle out, he was like, oh, God. He's like, I don't even like peaches. Yeah. And I was like, how are you going to even participate then if you don't like peaches? So even for that, do you any redeeming quality to you? No, it's just too sweet. This could have been Crown Royal Orange. Yeah. And if it's still too sweet, which is funny for me to say because I like sweets. Yeah. But it's just too thick and that whole, like, yeah thickness. Um, I mean, maybe this is good in, in an iced tea if you like tea, but I don't like tea. Yep. So yeah, so well, you know, it's funny. We should have like another category to this because it's really past dry or buy for what it is in the glass tonight. But I think that if you're looking across what people probably are doing with this, then I could see how people might go crazy and buy it off the shelf. Because hey, if you're out on the lake, if you're by the beach, and you pour three ounces of this in a twelve tea. ounce iced tea with a bunch of ice in it. I bet you that has to be unsweet tea, though. Unsweet tea, whatever it is. Because yeah. if you think super sweet tea or sweet tea, and then oh, it probably be, yeah, yeah. It'd be puckering. But I could see how that would be an enjoyable drink. It would be definitely, yeah, on you ice. Know, yeah, on ice, sugary, fruity, and like kind of hit the vibe that you want. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, for anybody who's like a crazy Crown Royal fan and might really like peach, like I get the appeal, but we're not, it's not for, it's not for us. No. As we were sipping this, I was thinking to myself, there may be people out there who actually really like this, and that's okay. And the reason why I'm saying it's okay is because, obviously, there's people like my wife. If I put bourbon near her, she's like, oh, God, that's I don't like the smell. I don't like anything. I feel like she would probably enjoy this, even though it's a 70-proof whiskey. Um, She likes sweet things? Yeah, I mean... She, I just think that if this were mixed right or whatever, she might enjoy it. And so I can't say anything bad about the category in terms of I get why there's a flavored whiskey and why this is popular. Like I actually read an article 
saying that this was one of the, this was hotter than most allocated bourbons when it first came out. That's how hard it was to keep in stock. Yeah. And you know, people give Crown Royal a lot of crap, but Crown Royal I think is the number two selling whiskey maybe in the world behind like Jack Daniels. Um, so they sell a lot of products. So I get it. You know what I mean? And kind of makes me think about like the larger category. And it's like if you if you like something in whiskey, you like it. Does it matter if I like it or if you like it? No. We're, really just, we're right? just two people. We're just two people talking about whiskey. And so I think that that's an important thing to remember because a lot of people like uh, there's a lot of jealousy and hate in whiskey. And what I mean by that is like if you get really into like bourbon and, you know, people worried about what other people have and stuff like that. But somebody might find enjoyment in a bottle of Crown Royal Peach, you know, yeah. like and there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's, that's actually a lot of, of people did because <laughs> it and was still hot. do. It yeah. still do. Um, it was limited edition when it was released in 2019 and now it's still limited edition, but it's being released in mass <laughs> in, in 2022. So, I mean, I guess when it comes to whiskey, it's like I said it before, you do you and, and who cares what anybody else says, right? That's right. I'm glad Georgia could keep up. <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the mashup KY. Also, let us know your thoughts on this bottle in the comment section until next time. Keep it neat.